Welcome to Downtown Harbor Church. Everyone, I'm Adam. I'm the lead communicator here. If you're new at Downtown Harbor Church, or maybe it's your first time here, I just want to let you know that we are the church with the worst announcements in town. So, um, gosh, was that, were they not brutal today up here? Gosh, was that brutal today. Anyway, hope you heard what he had to say, because I was dozing off in the back. Anyway, um, so we are kind of smack dab in this five-week talk, conversation, series, whatever you want to call it, called Dumb Decisions. And one of the things that we've kind of wanted to do, specifically related to today's message, is kind of hit the reset button for some of us. Because today, I want to let you know about this message that I love this message. It might be one of my favorite messages that we're ever going to have a chance to do from this stage, but I want to tell you why. Because some of you, if you've been around Downtown Harbor Church for any length of time, you may have heard some things in this message before. It's new and it's kind of rebranded, but you may be familiar with it. But see, we believe that every so often it's important to go back to the basics. So many people want to get theologically deep and go deeper onto this topic. And so today we're just very simply going to talk about decisions. See, decisions, right, there's something that we do every single day in our life. We make decisions. But why I wanted to kind of say that about the basics around here is because today we're going to talk a lot about wisdom and what that looks like related to our decisions. One of the, the other things that we say a lot around here is t- we talk about love, and we talk about loving your neighbor as yourself, because that was so important to the message of Jesus. So one of the things that we believe is that this is going to come up from time to time throughout your experience with Downtown Harbor Church as we talk about decisions and wisdom. Because the truth is, the fact of the matter is, is that all of us have decisions to make every single day. Some of those are big decisions. Some of those are small decisions. The truth is, though, is that we make a lot of decisions. And you are the only person who is responsible for the decisions that you get to make in everyday life. For example, you get to pick what kind of car you drive. You get to decide. Maybe that's based on your income or where you work, but that was even a decision, right? Where you've ended up in employment, right? You get to do the car you drive. You get to, have, you get to choose what you have for dinner, right? You get to choose what is actually on your plate and what you're going to consume into your human body, right? You get to pick who you marry. And for some of us, right, that was a really good decision. And for some of us, we've not had a great run at that. And we've had to kind of start over again, right? Maybe it was a dumb decision in your life. And then you get to decide what you wore today. You just get to pick out those things that you kind of make decisions on every single day in your life. Some decisions are really big. Some aren't as big. But the truth is, the reality of the situation is, if you look at your own individual life, your own personal experiences in life, your life today is a culmination of your decisions. Where you're at today in life, what you're doing with your life, your life is a culmination of your every decision that you've made. And some of those decisions, boy, they've been really good. Some of those those decisions that we've made, we love. And we're excited about, and they've been awesome decisions, right? And then some of those decisions we've made have unfortunately been really bad. And we have to kind of pick up the pieces based on a dumb decision that we've made. And we deal with regret and guilt related to those things. And they're not good decisions, but the fact remains the same. Your life right where you are at is a culmination of your decision-making in your day-to-day life. But if I were being honest you were probably being honest too. The next statement that's going to come on the screen is probably true of every single one of us. And here it is. We've all done some pretty dumb stuff. Every single person in the room could probably look back on their own history and go, you know what? I've screwed up. 
I've done something stupid. Maybe it was related to my family. Maybe it was related to my career. Maybe it was related to my city. I don't know what that looks like for you, which is so cool that you have your own personal history. But the truth is, all of us at some level have done some pretty dumb stuff, which is why it's so important to look at every decision that we make and run it through a filter. And it's not the filter that we generally think of when we make decisions. Because the filter that we want to run every decision that we make through is wisdom. Wisdom. We tend to think of wisdom as this ancient term, like an old man with a beard, right? The wise. But wisdom is actually very applicable to our every single day of our life. And that's what we've been talking about as we've gone through this five-week conversation called Dumb Decisions. Because we've been spending a lot of time in this ancient book of wisdom, the book of Proverbs. Proverbs is this ancient book that is filled with wisdom that so many of us think is kind of outdated and doesn't apply to us today. But if we look inside the pages of this book, this book of Proverbs, written by the wisest man to ever live, we're going to talk about that in a second, and we apply it to our day-to-day life, things in our life can be different. Decisions that we make in our life can be different. We can make wise decisions and live with less regret and guilt. A lot of times people will ask me, hey, I want to go deeper during the week. I want to do more. Any recommendations on that? If you have never cracked open the book of Proverbs, it's so cool because we're not talking about all of it here today, right? And through these five weeks, there's so much in there. Take a a look at it. Take a crack at it. Read some more. Go into more depth than we're doing here. It's such an interesting read. But see, in Proverbs chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, it talks about this ancient book and what it's meant to do in our lives. It said, these are the Proverbs of Solomon, David's son, king of Israel. Their purpose is to teach people wisdom and discipline, to help them understand the insights of the who, the wise. Their purpose is to teach, there is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives, to help them do what is right, just, and fair. Let me pause for a second. So often people will say to me, hey, you know what? We only want to, when we're in church, we only hear about kind of the next life and salvation through Christ and all those kind of things. But here we talk a lot about the practical as well. We talk about our daily lives and how to live those. Why? Because the scripture talks about that, to live disciplined, successful lives, to help them do what is right, just, and fair. These Proverbs will do a couple of things. These Proverbs will give insight to the simple, knowledge and discernment to the young. Let the wise listen to these Proverbs, and don't miss this, become even wiser. Let those with understanding receive guidance by exploring the meaning in these Proverbs and parables, the words of the wise and their riddles. So we look at this, and it teaches us, be disciplined, be wise, and you will reap the benefits of it, and you will be successful. But we have a problem. And if you've been here for any length of time, you know this is one of my favorite expressions. There's always a problem. Because the problem is, if we want to look at our decisions and apply this, we have some problems there. Because related to decisions, we've been asking the wrong questions. Here's the problem with this. is that related to decisions, we ask the wrong questions based on what we should do. We generally ask a few questions related to decisions, and I want to put them on the screen. It's important for us to see what actually do we ask related to decisions. And here's the first one, right? Or second, first and second. We, can, we tend to go, hey, is this right or wrong? Is this right or is this wrong? Because if it's right, I can do it then, right? Is, or is, is this legal? Well, if it's legal, sure enough, I mean, I should be able to do it. And we kind of ask, hey, is this permissible? Is this allowed? Could I do this? But there's a problem here, and let me pause. These are the wrong questions. 
Why? Because you are a unique creation and you have a unique past that is not the same as the people who wrote the laws. So what's wise for, or what, what's right or wrong for them might not be right or wrong for you. It, what's legal might not be good for you based on your past, right? Because you are a person who's dealt with thing and, things and struggled with things and looked at your life in a different way than anybody else, anyone else has. See, because we tend to think, well, hey, if there's not a thou shalt not in front of it, must be okay. As long as I'm told not to do it, might as well do it. That's where the problem comes in. Because all of us have a unique past and we should not do things based on the decisions that we've made, based on who we are and where we've come from and where we want to go. See, because there's this thing called sin in the ancient text. Sin is this thing that kind of separates man from God, right? It's this thing that we should, you know, try to steer clear from the line. That's what we kind of say. So you kind of look at it as a line, right? Draw a line right here. And so often what we do related to things that we know will get us in trouble, things that we shouldn't do, is so often when we ask those questions I just put on the screen, here's what we ask. We go, hey, how close can I get to the line without going over it? We tend to go, I know I shouldn't do that. It's not good for me. That's got me in a whole lot of trouble. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm living with regret because of that. But what we do is instead of staying way away from the line, we go, let me, let me see how close I can get. Let me see how close I can tip my toe over the line without going over it. And that's when we fail. That's when we stumble. That's when we make dumb decisions and we end up living with guilt and regret. And if anybody's been there, like we all have, we all know how painful and powerful those emotions can be. So I heard something about 15 years ago that changed my life. It was a guy by the name of Andy Stanley says this, and it changed everything related to the way that I made every single decision in my life. And I don't get it all right. You can hear that from my mouth. I mess up, screw up, whatever it is. But this decision-making process that I'm going to put in front of you changed everything about the way that I looked at decisions. Because he said these things related to the way that we make decisions. It's so cool. He goes, in light of my past experiences, current circumstances, let me do it like this. In light of my past experiences, meaning every single one of us has a past, and it's our past. It's no one else's. It's just ours. So in light of my past experiences, my current circumstances, where I'm at today, where I'm at now, and then, and my future hopes and dreams. So it goes, hey, in light of my past experiences, what I've dealt with in my life, okay, my current circumstances, and my future hopes and dreams, taking all of these three things into consideration, we are taught then to look at, a, at our decisions through a different filter, through asking, don't miss this, a different and unique question. And here's the question. It's not, is this right or is this wrong? Is this legal or is this permissible? Here is the question that we should ask related to every single decision that we make. What is the wise thing to do? What is the wise thing to do? Based on my, don't miss this, based on my past, because you're unique, based on my current circumstances, because those are unique, and then where you want to go in the future, because here's the other thing, that's unique. What is the wise thing to do? See, because these decisions we make, they kind of, you know, we have a lot of them to make. I mean, there's so many of the things that we're kind of talking about each week in our life. Should I take this job, right? Is he the one for me, right? We have these decisions to make. 
Does God want me to move? All of these are a big deal, right? And we want to make the wise decision related to this. Past, current, future. What is the wise thing to do? Lease or buy? This is a big one. Should I stay or leave? Should I post that comment? No, okay? In this, in this day and age, I'm just telling you. I've seen, it's ugly out there, right? Okay? Okay, don't. Wise. But here's the truth. Because every one of us have decisions to make every single day. When we filter those decisions through what is the wise thing to do, everything about our life is different. Everything about our circumstances are different. The people that we love benefit. We benefit. Our families benefit. It's all different. Think, just think about this for a second. Because all of us have done some really dumb stuff and some stupid things, myself included, everyone in this room included. Think about this. Your greatest regret could have been avoided had you asked this question and acted on your conclusion. Everybody's got a big regret. We all have them. Think about what would be different had you asked that question first and acted on the conclusion. Your life might be different. Your family might be different. But here's the truth about regrets. With God, they don't have to tank our life. We can come back. We can put one foot in front of the other. There is hope. It's possible. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit at the end. But here's a point I want to make about decisions and about trouble. Because I don't know if you know this, but today, you don't have to go looking for trouble. It's out there. It's everywhere. It's in the grocery store. People are trying to sell you stuff. There's sexually provocative material all over the place. You don't have to go looking for trouble. You can find it around every, every corner, <coughs> excuse me, around every turn. You can find it real quick. But see, when trouble comes into our lives, so often when we ask the wrong questions, we almost enter this mode of self-deception. We almost enter this mode of self-deception to go, hey, there's trouble. There's a line. I, I know that I shouldn't go, I know it sh I shouldn't go close to there. I know it, okay? I, I know I shouldn't, but we kind of say, we say some things to ourselves when we make decisions, when we're asking the wrong questions. Here's what we say. We say a couple of things like this. This won't hurt anybody, right? This isn't going to hurt anybody. Let me, just get, let me just get as close as I can. Let me just cross it one time. It's not going to hurt anybody. Everybody be fine, okay? I'll only do it once. Okay, I'm only going to do it one time. If I do it one time, nobody's going to get hurt. It's not going to matter anyway, okay, because we're asking the wrong questions, right? We go this. I haven't had any for a week, but I know that's my line, and I shouldn't go, but it's been a while, Right? See, we're asking the wrong questions. If we filtered our decisions through wisdom, through is this the wise thing to do, everything would be different. Because do you know what happens when you ask the wrong questions? And I've sat throughout my life across the table from people with tears in their eyes because they haven't made the wise decision related to any kind of incident in their life, whatever it is. And do you know what people generally say to me? once they've made a really dumb decision, I've had this said to me over and over, how did this happen to me? How, how, how did this happen to me? I, I, I did something stupid. I, I didn't make the right decision. How did I get here? Why did this happen? How did this happen to me? And I generally will look across the table and go, listen, just because you're here doesn't mean this is the end. There is hope for the future. There is hope for you. There's hope for your family. But it happens because we're asking the wrong questions related to decisions. 
We're not taking into consideration our past, our current circumstance, and our future hopes and dreams, and then asking the question, what is the wise thing to do? That's how it happens. And you know something? I care about people. I want you to have the best life that you can possibly have. Last week, if you were here, I mentioned the phrase prosperity gospel. Let me explain what that means. There's this idea out there that if you know God and love God, then you're going to do better for yourself in life and that you're going to have more money and wealth. I don't believe that. I think that's bogus. I think that you can actually make a career and a life for yourself. But what I do believe, what I do believe with all my heart is that God created us to have an amazing life here on earth. He wants us to enjoy it. We see that in creation. We see that in people. We see that in those that we love. God wants us to not be here. Not only do you owe it to yourself and the people you love to take, here, here's the deal. Let me hit the reset button. You owe it to yourself and the people you love, the people you love to take the current state of your mind into the way that you make decisions. You owe it to them. You owe it to yourself and the people you care about to take the current state of your mind into the way that you make decisions so you can end up with less regret and less guilt and more happiness and more joy and more love and everything would be different. So if you've not made wise choices, you understand what I'm going to put on the screen next and you understand how much it hurts. But I want everybody to know this, not because this is a doom and gloom thing, but because I want to help people make better decisions. And I believe God wants you to make better decisions in your life. I believe if you do not make wise choices, you will have consequences. Bottom line, there's consequences when the choices that you make are not wise because you have a past and a current life and a future that you want to see thrive. And when you don't ask that question and you ask the wrong one, There will be consequences. So, everybody in this room, if you hear one thing today, I want you to take this out of here and never forget it. Put it in your phone, put it on your refrigerator, put it on the dash of your car, it doesn't matter, but I think this is so important for us to understand. It changed my life, and I believe it could change your life. Related to decisions, this is what we need to do. We always need to ask ourselves, what is the wise thing to do? Always ask yourself, what is the wise thing to do? If this happens in your life, based on everything that I've described today, your future will be much brighter, trust me. You will live with a lot more joy and a lot less regret. But you know, the scripture in the book of Ephesians chapter 5, it talks about this exact thing. Proverbs is that book of wisdom, but in the New Testament... It talks about it in the book of Ephesians. Here's what it says. So, don't miss this. Be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are what? Wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. And this was written thousands of years ago. The days were evil then. The days are still evil now. It's not necessarily worse that we just know about it more. That's my opinion right? Don't be like fools. Live like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do in every single decision that you make. The big ones, the little ones, wisdom. It's the key to everything. 
Here's the point I want to make, and I think we can probably all relate to it in this room. You get one life. I don't know if you know this, but this is something I believe. You get one life. I want to tell you this. When you make wise decisions with this one life, you avoid screwing it up. You avoid having to pick up the pieces because I believe, don't get me wrong, I believe that you can pick up the pieces. I believe there's a big, massive God with Christ by our side that you can pick up the pieces right alongside you. Your heart can be healed. Your family can be restored. I believe that, but I'm going to tell you something. That is brutal to go through. It stinks. You can do it, but it's hard. I would love to see everyone avoid having to do that at all costs, even though I believe it can happen. You know, um, I don't know if we follow each other on social media or not, but this thing just kind of came to me. Last week, a friend of mine, 52 years old, just boom, dropped dead. I flew to Michigan on Monday to do the funeral. Um, dear friends, family friends of ours, um, it was just an emotional week. It was just one of those just wrenching and draining weeks because you don't expect to go into that. And I was reminded, this one life we have is short. And that's cliche for somebody coming back, back from a funeral to say, but it is. It's true. You only get one. You better make the most of it. You better make the most of every single decision that you make so that you can have the best family possible, the best friends possible, the best life possible, following after God with all of your heart and all that you do so you can enjoy what we've been given and blessed with. But when we make unwise decisions and we ask the wrong questions, is this right, is this wrong, is this legal, or is this permissible, and we get close to that line, and sometimes we go over that line, the regret and the guilt and the digging out so brutal to deal with. If you make wise choices, your life will be filled with joy and not regret. If you make wise choices, your life will be filled with joy and not regret. And I don't know about you, but I want a joy-filled life. I want a joy-filled tomorrow. I want a joy-filled future. I want joy-filled people that I can interact with. I don't want to deal with regret. It's brutal. The truth is, though, the fact of the matter is, though, is that many of us have, in fact, all of us have in this room, if we were being truthful. And you know what? What I love so much about this is the promise of God for our life, that when we have faith, that he, this massive creator of the universe that we could never understand all of or completely imagine, this massive God promises to walk beside us as we dig ourselves out and make better choices in the future. Wisdom, the key to everything. If you make wise choices in your life, it will be filled with joy and not regret. And I want all of us to experience that at every level that we can, starting right here at downtown Harbor Church. Let me pray for us. Father, thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you do. Jesus, I know that there are people in this room right now struggling and dealing with decisions and regret. I pray that you would comfort and guide their hearts. I pray that you would walk alongside them as they dig out of things. And I pray that you would help every one of us to make better decisions in the future, not right or wrong decisions or legal or permissible decisions, but what's the wise thing for us based on past experiences, current circumstances, and future hopes and dreams? What's our wise decision? Only we know that. 
Help us to stay away from that line of things that we know we should not do. Help us, God, to do that so much. Guide us all. Because, Lord, we want to live with joy and not regret. And today we pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen.